Australia were bundled out of the group stages of the World Cup, a home World Cup, but that's fine. England went on to lift the World Cup on our own soil, but that's okay. That's fine. Mike Hussey. Is, is that is that fine? Mike Hussey lifts the trophy, celebrates with England on our own soil. But yeah, it's it's a it's fine. It's all good. It's all right. It doesn't matter. It's only T twenty. <laughs> Is, is, is that fine? I sound like is Ross that... from Friends. Anyway, <laughs> uh, you, you sound like that meme of the of the crying the fire. face. The, no, no, the crying face in front of the behind the smiling face. Um, that's, that's exactly it. I posted that on Twitter as yeah. well, and I'm like, you know, the, that that meme of the dog in the, in the house full of fire as well. Oh, so yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's, it's, it's all good. Yeah. Welcome to another episode of the Quick Blog Podcast, the post World Cup episode where we'll discuss mainly India. We've we've spoken about Australia already, but India's shocking semi-final last week. Um, and a couple of things I wanted to discuss about as well, including Moeen Ali's um, comments on international cricket schedule and maybe have a little debate or discussion about that. So um, yeah, welcome to you, Nash. Hope you're well you. after after last week's <laughs> demolition. Yeah, it's been it's been a bit disappointing week overall. Um Firstly, watching India lose so badly, it's um, yeah, it was, it, it, yeah, yep. it was a disappointing loss. And again, watching England lift the World Cup, um, always kept saying if it wasn't India or Australia, um, yeah, I wouldn't mind Pakistan. You know, seeing Pakistan lift it. Um, firstly, I I don't know how they got there, but they did. Um, so to South Africa, really, and then anyone but England was <laughs> what I kept saying. Anyone but England, and then yes, like the law of averages, of course, it was England. And um, Murphy's law. What, what can that's we what say? The, that's what they. That's what they say. Murphy's law. If things could go bad, yeah. they will go bad. So, <laughs> and here it is. So, um, <laughs> well, what could we say? Yeah, England very deserving. Yeah, they are. Like, don't get me wrong. They are deserving. Um, they mm. played some good cricket. Um, and, yeah, people ke- keep saying they lost to Ireland. But I think if it wasn't for the rain, they would have still won it. Um, I think so. And um, the, the, the legacy that Owen Morgan left behind overall with the white ball um, set up, I think Josh Butler is, and Ben Stokes and Moin Ali um, and Liam Livingstone mm. and Chris Jordan and, um, you know, Adil Rashid, uh, who, who else? <laughs> and Phil Salt and the and people. Sam Curran, player Sam of the Curran, series. And who people are not playing, Jofra Archer, Johnny Bester, Sam Billings, Reese Tovley. I think that the, the, the white ball um, fortunes of England are in really good hands. And um, hopefully they, well, not hopefully, but I think I can see that they'll they'll be a force to reckon with for the years to come. Hundred percent, and even Mark Wood wasn't available in the um oh, in yeah, the semi final and the Mark final. Yeah, I, I I felt England were sort of doing okay in the group stages. I always described them as like a sleeping giant. They were always contenders, but they didn't really fire in that in the Super Twelve stage. Yeah. Uh, maybe except that game against New Zealand where they put on a good show, but against but, Afghanistan but never, and Sri never, Lanka, they, I felt they, they never set the world on fire. That's right. They never set the world on fire in the Super Tours, but they peaked at the exact right time. Yeah. So they nailed it. They absolutely nailed it. Um, on to India. Uh, given you're a big India fan, you were absolutely losing your mind last, was it uh, Wednesday, Thursday? 
Yep, Thursday. Thursday. Um, it was yeah. It what was, on earth happened there? Well, some bad captaincy, bad decision making, bad management finally caught up to them. Um, one man can only do so much in batting that everyone else has to step step up at times. Um, no one really stepped up. The the old nineties formula of playing one day cricket in the first six overs um was you know eventually yeah. it, it came to haunt India back and um so just quickly what do you think that is because I did some some digging last week the the power play run rate for India in bilateral T20s this year 8.59 yep eight in the Asia Cup and then six point zero two it's still not I, I, I still wouldn't say I still wouldn't say eight is a lot. It's better. It's better. But it's not a lot, is it? It's not England's run rate for sure. No, it's um, not, but it's England an extra twelve, fifteen runs. It's an extra twelve, fifteen runs in the power play. It's compared it's, to the World I, Cup. I still dis like I still respectfully disagree because eight eight runs and over with in six overs gets you forty eight. That's it. That's it. No, and you, it you're was right. Eight point eight point five nine in the bilaterals, which gets you over fifty. Yeah, and, and that's um, what that, that's where typically pretty be. good. It needs to be nine. I yeah, would yeah. Say. So that, that's where it was um, in bilaterals. That's where it was bilaterals, and that's two and a half runs better per over than what they produced in the World Cup. So I'll, is it just I'll, India in the World Cup just went into their shell? Yeah, I, I, they absolutely did. What, they did not even have mm. to go in their shell. There was they didn't they never came out of their shell. Um, <laughs> and and I'll, I'll tell you this, like I'll tell you this. The the if you look at the progression of the of one day cricket, one day format, fifty overs from the nineties. Uh, to the early early two thousands to you know two tens two thousand tens and now, th- even three hundred is easily chaseable. Um, three twenty five on good days easily chaseable. When you start going three fifty eight plus, that's when you could say, mm. yeah, maybe we can bowl a bit safe and you know not worry about the yep. score. But even then, on on days some teams back now teams will back themselves to chase anything even if you said 380 390 400 teams will fucking england sorry sorry to swear but in, 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 england <laughs> go for it in, england england scored 400 <laughs> sorry england scored 480 yeah. like uh, that's that's what i'm thinking is south africa teams, chase 430 that's nearly exactly. 20 years ago now yeah uh, teams will back yeah. now especially nowadays teams will back you know back themselves to chase anything and then you that's that same should be applied to t20 cricket t20 cricket people say you you know it's not all about just go going bang bang boom it 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 it, it is it 100% is that's what t20 cricket is that's what t that's why t20 cricket was invented it's fast it's fun you just go bang bang from ball one so to set up a score like 37 in the first six overs it's not going to do you any good in the long run and there's just teams against teams like England. There's a lot of catching up to do when you just go at six and over um, in the in the power play because you know you got the bat till eleven. Adil Rashid, yeah. I, I believe Adil Rashid can hold the bat pretty good. Um, He's Chris got Wokes, first class hundreds, doesn't he? Yeah, mm. Chris Wokes coming in, coming in at ten has Test match hundreds. Um, so. Yeah, you need to. India needs to have a new outlook on T20 cricket altogether. The openers need to 
either start playing fast or either you know or, or completely stop playing. Mm. Talk to me about Rohit Sharma. What's his future like? What's KL Rahul's future like? Because you can't afford to play with three anchors at the top. You can only afford to play one in T20s. Yeah. What and, do you reckon? And, and, and that one is Virat Kohli. Um, yes. Like Virat Kohli yeah. is probably the, you know, you can't drop him. You can't not pick him. Um, he has to be given the longer leash. Um, he has to be. Does Rohit Sharma have a, a leash left? Because he he has doesn't been struggling for a while. He doesn't, and that's the thing. He's struggling. Virat Kohli was never struggling. Um, we I said this. I said this. Um, in in in, I think it was a few weeks ago where, uh, Joss Butler, opening the batting for England in the last two years since Virat Kohli's seventieth between seventieth and his seventy first international century, Joss Butler scored. At the same amount of runs, um, in this with the same average, with a slightly better strike rate than Virat Kohli, um, but that's Josh Butler's role. Virat Kohli's role is not is yes, it is to go at over one thirty, and he does his strike strike rate, which is probably the most important thing in T twenties, is one thirty six or one thirty eight. Um, Josh Butler's strike rate is one forty five, so there's not much of a difference. Like there is between Virat Kohli and Surya Kumar Yadav, whose striker is like bonkers, hundred and eighty. Um, but you mm. need that at number three. You need someone like him at number three because then, if if you have Virat Kohli at number three, then you can say to your openers, you just go for it from ball one. That's right. And KL Rahul's approach has KL been Rahul chooses. But- Rahul chooses not to. This is the same guy two years ago that said strike rate is overrated. So it's in his mind that yeah. strike rate's not important. Yeah. Can and, and India to be afford fair, to carry to be fair, to be fair, we're, you know, Kale Rahul is a genuine talent. Like he, he in his- 100%. VFC, I've said that many times. He can catch up. Like even if he fails in the first six hours, he can do catch up later on. But He can catch up, but the, the issue you is you've got to an anchor at three. have to stay on the crease to catch up. And- yeah, and it's the power play as well. If you if you start slow, then you put pressure on yourself and those around you to to catch up. Because I, I asked you a question during the tournament: Are India relying too much on Surya and Virat? And I genuinely believe that they were. Yeah, came back to bite them in the end because the yep. openers just out of the opening partnerships, India had the worst run rate of four point eight eight out of any team in the tournament yep. in the Super Twelves. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Netherlands not, were better. Afghanistan were better. And and the disappointing Everyone. thing is the disappointing thing is this team is as good as any other team, um, that has played white ball cricket ever. I'll say that. I'll say that. Uh, aside from missing Jasprit Bumrah, on um, paper, but they don't. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and I believe. I believe. I know Michael Vaughan may have hit a nerve with his articles, but I I believe he's spot on. I think India are underachieving. Yeah, absolutely. They are with the, the talent. Are. The talent you guys have got. The quality, absolutely. I think one one worry I had, maybe a couple worries. I sort of was speaking in our predictions before the tournament. Can India do it in the crunch moments? Are the past failings going to come back and haunt them? And also India's selections, because for me they played it very safe. No wrist spinner. Yep. They went with the defensive bowling options of Ashwin and um and Aksha and. Uh, uh, we we spoke last year about Ashwin being in white ball cricket, and I thought India should give him a chance again. But it's a bit frustrating to watch uh, watch Ashwin in white ball because 
He's got such a beautiful off spinner, but yeah. he rarely bowls it. Look, look, I think um, um, and as you know, I'm I'm big massive fan of Ashwin, but I think his Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's it, a terrific it, bowler, but it's just uh, defensive. I would still give him a longer leash in, in one day cricket, but I think fifty over. I think he oh sorry, T twenty he's I think mm. he's done because we need that wrist spinner. Anywhere we go in yeah. the world, wrist spinners are going to give you wickets. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, it's like it was a very safe you know, finger spinner option, not the yep. not the wrist spin. And then of course the, the the approach up front in the power play going at six the whole tournament. Yeah, yeah and, I think and you the, have to look the, have to look at their opening combination. Another problem is um someone from the top six not bowling. Um you need a, a spinner in the top six to give you at least two to three overs. And you know Deepa Kuda, um Washington soon there are those options who will give you um who can bat properly you can score some runs at a quick rate and then also give you two three overs because what that will do is the biggest problem and the biggest discussions that i saw on on social media and and you know from people who are dissecting india's loss is we did not have a leg spinner and that, that's correct that that is absolutely bang on but they again um if you pick yuzvendra chahal you're already batting you know yuzvendra chahal is someone he doesn't carry the bat to the crease the bat carries him to the crease it, it's he's just he's just so poor with the bat that he can't gather six runs for his life um do you pick Akshar patel and ashwin for their batting though no it's a and, factor and, i understand that but and, and that's what i'm saying like that's what i'm saying if if you if you pick a baller sorry a batter who can bowl a bit not a bit but a baller a batter like deepak huda or washington sundar who can actually bowl well and get through their four overs, then you have the liberty mm. to pick someone like Jahal or even, you know, I would have picked Ravi Bishnoi as well. Um, who yeah, is, Bishnoi is a good bowler. You know, with his action, with yeah. his with his flipper straight to one. Oh, he, he, he's perfect. Spin. Yeah. So, <clears throat> oh, yeah. He's, he's again, he's not too good with the bat. So you need, you know, with Deepak Huda, Ravi Bishnoi, you can pick you. You can afford to pick Ravi Bishnoi, who is not good that good with the bat. So Deepak Huda, yeah, gives you the, that option to bowl and bat as well. Then you don't have to pick Ashwin. Yeah. Then I think India, like Australia, have got to completely relook their T Twenty strategy. I've just felt that India have had these moments over the years where they're like, "Yep, we need to look at our strategy now." And then Rohit earlier in the year talking about changing the way we play T20, but nothing changed in this World Cup, in my Absolutely opinion. Was, I think their bat, the batting the, the batting mm -hmm. frailties were masked by Surya Kumar out of in particular, Virat there as well, but yeah. particularly Surya Kumar winning, giving the innings impetus. Winning a World Cup um, with a mediocre team is vastly different to winning an IPL with the most elite team than you, that you can, that money can gather. Um, because you don't have, you know, you, you look at the resources of Mumbai Indians. You know, Rohit Sharma had so much to fall back on. He didn't need, you know, he didn't need to think twice. You know, he had Ishan Kishan in form. He had Surya Kumar Yadav. He had Kyron Paul out, for God's sake. And, you know, he had Paul and like Trent Boomer Boom in the attack, Bolt. Yeah. And, yeah. <clears throat> so... We forget have you, have you been underwhelmed? We're forgetting it sounds, it sounds like you've been sounds like you've been underwhelmed by Rohit's India captaincy. I'm not impressed. Um, 
Hmm. He has he. What was that about uh, bringing the keeper up to to Kuma early on? Uh I think it, I, I get I get. Well, the the point uh, the point I thought they could be doing was, um, because Josh Butler does, Eng- uh, uh, take uh, I'll take a step back. Sorry, England clearly stepped onto the pitch with a plan. They clearly yes. had a plan for each baller on how they wanted to attack yeah. them. And the plan for Bhuvneshwar Kumar was to not let it swing. That's it. Um, if Bowie if Bowie doesn't swing, he does he doesn't have a lot to fall back on. Um, it's pretty much 125, 130 k's um length balls with no swing, short boundaries, <coughs> and um and, and that was Josh Butler's plan to just you know step forward, negate the swing and. And, and okay. sort of disrupt disrupt Bowie's yeah. line and length. So, and I think that was the plan. So to tackle that, what happened was Rishabh Pant. You know, he's smart. He's a smart cricketer. Um, came up to the stumps. Did not. It still did not work out. Bowie was still Bowie was. For short. me personally, I thought Bowie's Bu- dismissed Butler five times in T20 internationals in about 30, 40 balls or whatever it was. Back him and just say. Butler might go after me, but this guy has done well before against him. Yeah, I think it just messes it all up when you you send the keeper up to the opening bowler, and and I think also given Ashdeep Singh one over in the power play, I thought was a bit of a strange move. But yeah, it's. I think it was. I guess it, it India did not once. Uh, Butler and Alex Hale started going yeah. at the bowling. They did not have Plan B, and that that has been. Yeah, Roy, Roy Sharma yeah. and and the ballers that like the bowling unit's biggest um, mm. flaw or fault um, over the last few months is they don't have Plan B. Mm. I mean, they don't have mm. you know, the Roy Sharma's overall yeah. attitude is you know looks like oh we'll see what happens. He doesn't seem to me a, a very calm character. I thought you know he'd be he definitely not calm on the field. Not. Um, He's definitely. I, I thought his I thought his post match comments. I did tweet about it. I was very in, fascinated by them. He immediately went we didn't turn up with the ball, but um, you played an innings of twenty seven off twenty eight balls in the same game where the opposition openers tore your attack to shreds. I mean, in, in, I think good leadership involves looking at yourself first and taking accountability for your performance and saying that the team as a whole didn't perform and I wasn't at my best too. Not just yeah. uh, singling out one aspect of it. And you're right. Um, but here's the thing. Like, I would... It's a hard one. Yes, I agree 100%. 110% that the openers did not turn up. Um, KL Rahul, Rohit Sharma should be disgusted by the innings that they both played. It was... Yeah, in a semi-final, that was... Yeah. <clears throat> that was one of the worst innings. But we did recover. Like, India did a good job to post 170 after that. They did a very good job, and 170 uh, in in a semi final. Yeah, not not denying that, but Rohit you, talking about yeah, yeah, and, and that's 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 what I mean. Like he, the the comments were, you know, not they, they were uncalled for. Um, they were not. The bowlers not, didn't turn up. I thought the bowlers were poor. He was right about that, but yeah. it just doesn't come off right when it your performance doesn't. as a captain yeah. and batsman was very ordinary in the tournament. Yeah. And anyway. that's the thing. Like that's the thing is, <clears throat> you know, his comments were his comments were really harsh. Yeah. And, and uh, but yeah, but they agree. were true though. They were half true. Um, 
that the true. The bowlers were poor. There's no doubt about it. Were it's about poor. Rohit himself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Ooh. Lots to dissect. I mean, lots to discuss. And you've got to look at their 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 strategy. Um, something's ought to be done there. Similar to Australia. Um, you know, we spoke about it previously with the Aussies. Very disappointing tournament. Got to look at that strategy. Got to look at things. Um, but yeah, disappointing all around. I thought England, unbelievable. You know, just even in the final, the bowling, Adil Rashid coming into his own in the in the, in the last three games, crunch games for England. I look at the last game in the Super 12s against Sri Lanka. That was effectively a quarterfinal as well for them. Elimination game. So they had to win that to make the semis. He took one for 16 in that match and was man of the match. One for 20 in the semi-final of four overs and then two for 22. Brilliant. Just England as a white ball unit. They're going to be hard to stop because they can put three, four teams together. Like, yeah. They can challenge. Yeah. They can challenge, mate. Yeah. And that's They're very the, that's strong. The thing. It pains me um, to say that. If you, if you pick Rishabh Pant, um, who's mean, who is a left-hander, um, if you pick him, I'd like to see. I'd like to see Rishabh Pant bat open. Uh, open. Oh, I would love now, to see to be that. Honest. I'd love to see that. <clears throat> it's my, just time my, to throw the kitchen is, sink at things. Mm. My point is, if you pick him with the thinking, like the first thing you, put, if you put his name on it, and if you if you put his name on the board, and you next to his name you put to tackle Rashid Khan. Oh, sorry, not Rashid Khan to tackle Adil Rashid because he's a leg spinner, and it then you go and don't send him in when he's bowling. You, you, yeah, I, I don't know what... what it's I just don't tactically, even tactically, tactically, India just were off. Yeah. And that was my worry about them coming into the tournament. I've always been fascinated by India's team selections over the years. Um, they never seem to solve key problems that they have, sort of the wicketkeeper problem and then the, the opening problem. The problems have always been there, but they'd never seemed to solve them. Number four problem in the 2019 One Day World Cup, as an example. There's just always these lingering issues. India play that much cricket, that many bilateral games, that they should know their strategy coming into a World Cup. They should be clear. You know, they should be like England. You know, they're nice yep. and clear and everyone knows their roles and stuff like that. So, um, you know... <laughs> I asked the question before the tournament, can they win without Bumrah? I was doubtful of that. And then they really missed a bowler like him uh, in that semi-final. Those big games, we can turn to someone. It just looked very, very one-dimensional at times and flat. But and, and that's yeah, the, played it very that's safe. The, that's, the, that's the key difference between a captain and a leader. Mm. Um, mm, you look mm. at Ricky Ponting, you look at MS Tony, um, they are great leaders. And that's what differentiates teams um, across formats, across um, eras. Because I, I keep talking about MS Dhoni, magnificent leader. <clears throat> he mm. knew how to how to inspire, how to you know how to lead a team, not just captain a team. And that's a big difference because yeah, you, you know, listeners might our listeners might who have an agenda or who might have an agenda against MS Dhoni might hate to hear this, but his captaincy and his leading skills were unparalleled, are unparalleled, mm. even, even by Virat Kohli. Virat Kohli was a great captain, but yep. MS Dhoni, the, his old aura of knowing what's going to happen in the game and how to read a game has been what you know 
what helped India achieve so much success. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely agree. MS Dhoni, a wonderful leader, and it just shows how many people speak so highly of him. And uh, yeah, he brings out the best in everybody, MS. Um, and I think, uh, yeah, that's been missing for India for a little bit. So lots to think about. Lots to think about the future of certain players. It's a similar situation for us here in Australia regarding T20s. Um, see what happens there. Um, quick word on Pakistan before we, you know, before we uh, move on to maybe looking at our teams at the tournament, if you've got one. Yeah, yeah, I've absolutely got one. Um, it's not much different than anyone else mm. that, are, that has picked team of the tournament so far. But I think on, on Pakistan... Uh, as I said earlier, I don't know how they, how they got there, thanks to South Africa. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was a yeah, it was an interesting one. They have similar problems to to India as well with opening. Mm. Um, that's a given. Um, if, just like India, if they keep winning, those opening problems have been masked um, yeah. for a long time. Once they start losing and start losing consistently, then they'll sort of start thinking. Yeah, I think Pakistan have got a lot of potential because I look at that, the balance of that side. You know, you talk about a player in your top six or top seven who can bowl. Pakistan have got two of those spin options. Then you can play that pace attack. You know, Shadab Khan and Muhammad Nawaz provide that flexibility. And I think the Muhammad Harris has been very good. He's shown a lot of potential. They just need a couple of real strikers in that team to elevate them to another level because the foundation is there. So see how they go in... Uh, in the World Cups to come in the coming years. But um, yeah, thanks to South Africa, they got there. But I thought Pakistan played very good cricket after their first two losses. Your team of the tournament outtakes for this week. Before we before we discuss a little bit about future of cricket and Moeen Ali's comments, what's what's your team Oh, of you the want tournament? me to go first? Okay. Um, Why not? I'll start with Alex Hales and Josh Butler, pretty much. Yeah. Um, yep. no-brainer number three and four Virat Kohli Surya Kumar Yadav again no-brainer um, mm-hmm. number five six I'll go with um, I'll go with Phillips and um, Glenn Phillips that is from New Zealand and then Raza from yep. Zimbabwe um, yep uh, number seven is a bit tricky um, mm-hmm yeah. But I'll go with Shadab Khan to give me that leg spinning option. Yeah. Um, Sam yep. Curran, number eight, obviously, uh, gives that left hander option. Um, and the ballers are a bit tricky, but I I, I will go with. There was a lot of contenders with the ballers. Yeah. 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 I'll go with um, Mark Wood and Rick Nokia. Um, yep. How many is that? Ten. That's uh, so number, you've got you've got maybe room for a left arm seamer there potentially Ashdeep Singh or Shaheen or, or Josh Little from Ireland or yeah I, I might Paul I, Van Paul Van Makeren from I might, I might go with Ashdeep Singh just because it was his first World Cup he played well he, um, he, he bowled well he bowled well um he was right on the money throughout all the games um yeah. but yeah I'll go with him and then. Josh Little might be the twelfth man. I've got exactly the same team as you. How fun! Except uh, Shaheen Shah Afridi for Ashdeep. Now that was a very tough decision for me, 
but I love the way Shaheen Shah Afridi just exploded into life at the back end, yeah. the second half of the tournament. Yeah. Um, he, he went at an economy of about six and mm. I thought that was such a massive blow in the final, that injury to Shaheen because he had two overs left and who knows what could have happened. He was, he was the, the linchpin for Pakistan. Uh, so I also really consider Josh Little, Paul Van Makeren from the, from the Netherlands. Yeah. Those guys were unbelievably good. So yeah. as I said, you know, you, you pick those bowlers, um, you know, I wouldn't. I won't argue with you. You know, Ashdeep Singh is a very good bowler. I yeah. rate him very highly. And, yeah. You know, if someone picks him in their T Twenty Eleven for the tournament, I'm not going to argue. Yeah, yeah. It can go either way. Um. So that's on the T Twenty World Cup. Now, the riveting action continues with a one day series between Australia and England. Four days after the final, I remember speaking to you about this. Probably Australia or England or both. Maybe he playing in the final and then they have to play a one day series that is not part of the Super League, by the way. Yep. I think that's the these are just COVID. These are just friendlies. Um but I, I think don't care. I think they're they are it's just friendlies. They are rescheduled due to the COVID pandemic. And anyway. Uh, if if it, if I can be well, I don't you know, you don't have to be really smart to tell this, but um expect low crowds. Or no crowds. You got low um, crowds for Australia games at the World Cup. What yeah. makes you think it's going to be high for this one? Yeah. This is what I talk about context, meaning, and engagement. Yeah. You know, we, we spoke about the low crowds in a previous video on YouTube, you know, following Australia's exit from the tournament. This series is going to be stuck behind a paywall. I don't know how many fans are going to be engaged with it. Why? Why should they be? It's a, mm. it's a meaningless series that people will forget a week later. Um, I just want to talk about Moen Ali's comments. Uh, he was speaking to reporters after the World Cup victory for England. He said, having a game in three days' time is horrible, but it's better than two days if it got rained off and they had to play on the reserve day. As players, we're kind of used to it now. But to give 100% all the time is difficult when you're playing every two to three days. We have to do it. And while we're here, we might as well do it. It would be better than going back and then having to come out another time. What do you make of those comments? Now, I've seen some comments honest. from people on social media honest. replying. Yeah, they're, they're honest. I've seen people reply and say, well, you're paid very well to do it. Come and work uh, in the real world. Now, I think I know, I know, I know, I'm never fond of that argument. Um, yeah. yeah I mean, the reason why I'm not is I look at how much fans value the games, first and foremost how much players value the games. What's the meaning behind these matches? You're devaluing the one-day yeah. format. Yeah. And this is this series like these for me are why one-day international cricket is one of the most, arguably the most threatened format when you look at future of cricket. Yeah. Because they don't have a lot of meaning <clears throat> anymore. Absolutely. What's your take? Absolutely. And yeah, Moin Ali was honest. And I think more cricketers need to be honest with what's happening with one day cricket and just overall shedding. And they the, are, the yeah. Day. There's a lot and of, I think, I think we can start to out. see some normality um, restored in the next sort of from 2023. I think there was a lot of catching up to do by, by ICC and the board and the teams due to the pandemic, but hopefully, um, hopefully, even, even before that though, I'll argue that even before the pandemic, <clears> there's just a lot of one day internationals that are like, you forget about it. Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Like I the usual, fan will be like, okay, I don't remember. Yeah, and a especially lot of when you consider these matches, 
these matches are not on free to air in Australia. Yep. You know? Absolutely. And yeah, yeah 100% right. Drives, drives engagement yeah, down. I, I couldn't tell. Like, I, I can only tell that you'll see low crowds, but, and hopefully we see a, a really good World Cup next year, which will sort of give the one-day cricket again a, a push mm. that it needs. But let's let's hope for that. Hopefully, hopefully it's just context. Context is key. Provides some meaning. Fitting all these, fitting all these formats in the calendar with all the T Twenty leagues. I, I believe something's got to give. Something will happen in terms of whether it's limiting T Twenty internationals, bilateral T Twenty internationals, bilateral one dayers. Something like that to yep. provide a bit more meaning for these matches rather than cramming it all in and Absolutely. then yeah, it's Absolutely. It seems like a money making exercise. Bring bring back triangular series. Yeah, that'd be good too. Yes. Just find ways of making giving giving things more meaning. Yep. Anyway. That's another episode for the Crookblog Podcast. Thanks to all our listeners for joining us, Nash. Thanks for your time. I know you've been travelling for WBBL, um, yep. which is hit the business end as well. Um, all the best to the to the Hurricanes. Thank you so much. We <laughs> and, need uh, it. Yep. And um, thanks to all our listeners once again, and we'll catch you guys next week.